0: You're listening to the Baby or Baby podcast, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby or Baby is a KUTV Two News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. Hey, welcome to the Baby or Baby podcast. We have Nurse Al here with us. Nurse Al, say hello. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. He is with the Utah Department of a so mother to baby. And we've asked him to be here with us today because we are going to talk about alcohol use in pregnancy and breastfeeding. And Nurse is gonna break it all down for us, let us know what is safe, what is not, and get into all the gray areas too. So it seems like everyone should know not to drink while they're pregnant.
1: Most people have heard about it, yes. Okay. But there are a lot of details that people may not understand.
0: Okay, so break down those details. What are they? What, what are people not understanding? We want, we want to make sure our moms know.
1: Absolutely. So we'll do just a little bit of history about how we understand this. So as a and information specialist, we look at the research around these different exposures. Alcohol, um, we found out about this back in the 70s. used to be moms were given alcohol to, to help them through the pregnancy back in the 50s and 60s. But researchers, one of our past presidents of our international organization, the Organization of Teratology Information Specialists, remember teratology means the study of birth defect. Mm -hmm. So at Mother to Baby, we use that instead of teratology. At Mother to Baby Utah, we provide that information that those researchers found. So alcohol at different times in the pregnancy causes different issues. Mm -hmm. Early in pregnancy, it can cause an increased risk of miscarriage. Um, At the time some of those structures are developing in the first trimester, it can cause the facial features, fetal alcohol spectrum disorders and fetal alcohol uh, syndrome includes those facial features. The, The smooth part between the nose and the upper lip, the thin upper lip, the different shapes of the eyes, those are some of those physical features. It can also increase the risk for heart defects Um, short stature, spinal defects, those problems. So that's early in the pregnancy, in the first trimester. If mom is drinking later in the pregnancy, when the brain is developing, it can cause increased chances for uh, developmental delays, learning disabilities. And one of the key things that we see in some of those developmental delays is impairment of judgment. So these individuals are going to need lifelong care if they have full um, fetal alcohol syndrome because they have difficulty making those judgment decisions. You and I make judgments about all kinds of different things, whether to speed and, and all kinds of things. And these people don't have that judgment skill, so they generally end up in problems with law enforcement, may end up in jail and those types of things. So it causes different problems at different times in the pregnancy.
0: And what's interesting is in Utah, we've got some information here that 3% of women report drinking alcohol in the last three months of pregnancy, which impacts approximately 1,500 births. Why do you think they're doing that in those last three months? Do they think everything's fine, baby's developed, and we're good to go? And
1: Right. There's different types of individuals that come into contact with alcohol during pregnancy and breastfeeding. Um, A lot of times people will call us after they have just realized they're pregnant, they went to a party over the weekend, they had some alcohol, and now they're concerned about it early in pregnancy. There are some people that are alcoholics and they continue to drink. And then there is some misinformation out there about how much alcohol people can drink it depends on the metabolism of the pair of the mom and baby so we never know exactly how much we have research studies that show us the most concerning problems are binge drinking and daily alcohol use mm-hmm. but there is debate even with our in our community of experts about whether one drink here and there would cause any increased challenges so Better to avoid alcohol if you can. If you have a specific situation, give us a call and we can talk you through those. But um, yes, sometimes women uh, have that misinformation and are drinking a little bit during the pregnancy and sometimes they're alcoholics and just can't stop. So we will provide information based on that particular situation, and yes, we do have those people that are exposed to alcohol in Utah, Mm -hmm. and yes, about 1,500 births. So we do see cases of fetal alcohol spectrum disorders.
0: Yeah, and there's no safe level of alcohol use. Correct. Talk a little bit about some of the risks of alcohol use and what that includes.
1: So um, we mentioned some of those specific uh, birth defects and developmental delays. what we want mom to be aware of is that yes she can prevent those Um, those are lifelong things that are gonna cause problems for baby and remember that alcohol exposure just because you were exposed to it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna turn out with those birth defects the order of these birth defects is somewhere it it happens somewhere on the order of 10 to 40 percent for depending on the different one So, not everybody that has that binge drinking or alcoholism is going to have these different birth defects, but it is a greater increased risk if you're using those um, uh, different patterns of alcohol use, binge drinking, or daily alcohol use.
0: And we know too that fetal alcohol syndrome, a spectrum disorder, Affects up to five in 100 newborns, but it's difficult to diagnose, it can be.
1: It is very difficult to diagnose. We have to see some of those. Remember the spectrum disorders Mm -hmm. includes fetal alcohol syndrome, the the classic case. So the spectrum disorders are a large range of different things, including developmental delays without the heart defects. So within that range, there's a, a, a great area to have misinterpretation we need to know exactly how much mom drank. Sometimes mom doesn't remember her alcohol use or the specific, you know, binge drinking is over a certain number in a certain time period. She may not remember that, so we have less information to be able to make the diagnosis. So it's difficult to do that. And then some of these, for example, the the changes in the eyes, Mm -hmm. they are very particular measurements and someone, a dysmorphologist, someone that that works with those kids with birth defects has to be very skilled at making those measurements to be able to get those correct. Because if you're a little bit off, it could drop you on that one particular feature and then you don't get the diagnosis. So there's a lot of nuances going on with diagnosing fetal alcohol spectrum disorders.
0: And there's no cure for it.
1: Correct, once you have those developmental delays, Mm those are lifelong. If you have some of the, the defects, it depends on which of the defects. Heart defects, it depends on which one. Some of those can be surgically repaired.
0: Mm-hmm. Others though, I mean, especially if it is a, some kind of a learning disability from that, or defect, I guess I should say. Correct. That's a little bit harder.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. So generally, if they get into the, the spectrum disorders or the syndrome, they will need lifelong care.
0: Tell us a little bit about drinking alcohol while breastfeeding. What is safe, what is not?
1: It's a very common question. Um, mom will have had the baby, um, is breastfeeding, and she wants to go out to the, to the New Year's party and have a glass of wine. So the thing to remember about drinking alcohol during breastfeeding is that for every single serving, remember um, beer is 12 ounces mm-hmm. per serving, Wine is four ounces, not mm-hmm. that giant glass. No, well,
0: four <laughs> ounces. Yep.
1: And hard alcohol is one and a half ounce. Mm-hmm. So one serving of alcohol, mom should wait somewhere between two to two and a half hours before breastfeeding again. Babies, when they're newborn, breastfeed about every two, three hours. Right. Babies that are a little bit older, sometimes it's three hours, four hours. Once they get to to you know a year old, they're sleeping through the night. Uh, Mom can go to a party, have a few different drinks. If she has two drinks, she needs to wait five hours. So add on that two and a um, two and a half to you know two to two and a half hours every serving. Okay, so one serving, mm-hmm. two and a half, two servings, five
0: right just and as you're drinking I mean, Hopefully you're not going too crazy, but just remember that is the right ratio.
1: Correct, and that gives time for the alcohol to be metabolized out of the body and Mm -hmm. excreted. It doesn't concentrate in the breast milk. It doesn't stay in the breast Mm -hmm. milk because the blood and the breast milk communicate with each other. It'll go back out of the milk into Mm -hmm. the bloodstream and get metabolized out. So she doesn't, once she gets past that time period, she can breastfeed again. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stay in the breast milk.
0: And this is the time also too that if, you need to pump in that time. We've heard pump and dump, right? Correct. If, if you need to pump in that amount of time and, and it's not been long enough, that's when you pump your milk and you dump it out.
1: Correct. If she mm-hmm. had that two servings of alcohol, mm-hmm. it's three hours she needs to pump. Get rid of that, that serving mm-hmm. or get rid of that breast milk that you pumped.
0: Nurse, I want to revisit something you mentioned earlier about when a mom doesn't even know she's pregnant. It's very early in pregnancy. She didn't even know she was pregnant and she had gone and had a couple more drinks than recommended. What would you advise her? I'm sure she's worried that her baby's gonna be really impacted. What would you tell her?
1: It depends on the specific situation. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna have a detailed conversation with her about how much alcohol she had, Mm -hmm. um, how long it took her to drink it, those different types of things. For example, if she went to a party, had one glass of wine, um, it took her two hours to drink it, three hours to drink it, the body metabolizes that pretty well, it's not a binge. Mm -hmm. It's not alcoholism. So probably no increased risk from that one serving of alcohol at the party. That's where we start to get into some of those challenges with the research is we see studies that say, yes, no increased risk for that one drink, but then we get questions about if she has one drink every day, that's a different situation. Mm -hmm. So we'll look very closely at the amount of alcohol and time and those types of things and try to come up with that determination. Now, there are some women who have concerns about some of the other alcohol exposures. NyQuil has a little bit of alcohol in it if it's the real NyQuil. That amount of alcohol, when used as directed on the package occasionally, is not going to increase the risk of birth defect your mouthwash that you're using to rinse out your mouth every morning and every night not going to increase the risk of birth defects. So those are not the alcohol exposures we're talking about. Generally, like I says, it's the binges and the alcoholism that cause that increased risk.
0: Anything else out there that we should let our, our moms know about when it comes to mouthwash, that kind of stuff that might have a little bit in there that some moms might think, oh no, I can't use this, I'm worried about it. Is there anything else out there? Any other questions you get?
1: There are some medications that have a tiny, tiny little bit of alcohol in them. Those are okay to use, it's a very minor amount.
0: Okay, so if mom has any questions or concerns, who can she call?
1: She can give us a call, Mother to Baby Utah. Um, we're at uh, 801-328-2229. She can reach us through our website. We have the information about texting, chatting, email, all of that information there. Um, we do have some fact sheets that are on the national website, mothertobaby.org and those are linked through our local website. So we have different information. Um, there are a lot of nuances to this, so if you have complex questions, give us a call because it's harder to answer those over text and chat.
0: Yeah, and that's the best way to get the full scope and the, the right answer is to call you, discuss about, ev- talk about every little detail so that you can really help that individual. Absolutely. Okay, Nurse Al, thank you so much. Nurse Al is with the Utah Department of Health Mother to Baby, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic you would like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.